love, love, lust, lust, and battle soul. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, CEO Hayes here, back with the sexiest podcast in all the land. We also have (laughs) the penis stimulizer herself. That is the lovely Miss Badass Jones, the one that your man is fantasizing about when he makes love to you. What's going on, AJ? Oh, there's a terrible thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) So early on, I liked it at penis stimulator and yeah that that oh boy I'm good how are you honey how are you feeling I'm feeling great I can't complain I'm I am feeling amazing actually I'm ready to talk some shit so you know this is this is the show where I just really I, I really just act a fool and talk shit I have to have myself together on the awakened soul I really don't so much here because I have you so it's all good. This is where you get to let your hair down and you know whip it back and forth. Speaking of, I uh I have to shave my balls tonight, and I, I just I swear I almost texted you like, all right, it's shaved there. Are you ready? But uh, I won't Thank do you. I do. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to antagonize me with it because I'm still waiting for a session. Like you said that you were going to even do like a a step by step video. So like it's you just honestly you're just unfair. This you really don't love me. You're unfair. You're so so unfair. No, I'm not unfair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hello, you're unfair. What do you mean? I I don't. I don't believe it. But you are. You and I have such a great relationship. It's so like non-sexual. If you could send something to a woman where she wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, I love your dick," or try to hop on it all that, I would be that person. You know that. It's not even like I want to see like your goods. Like looking at your package would be like weird not because of you know what i mean but whatever the our relationship it would make it weird but i don't even want honestly you're just unfair you have me here over explaining myself can i just see please just once i'll think about it it's under review i'm reviewing it man your review process fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> you did i don't like you you could have just gone this whole entire episode without mentioning it and now i'm back in my feelings again this is like over a month and a half ago yours you know it's all right it's all right you know what it's yours it's all right keep it it's all right come 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 let's move on i mean i'm just nonetheless i'm just trying to help you ma'am that's all i have to say i'm just trying to help you um no, you help me if you wanted to help me you would you would be my boy and you would say you know what aj come come watch this this is what i do this is how i do it and if you're interested in someone and they're not doing it like this, they, this is how they need to do it. But you don't want to help me. You don't want to help me out because you know why? You know why? Because you're mean. Sorry. I'm trying to keep you from lusting. That's all that is. Like seriously, right now? I'm How trying many to save you. Don't don't act crazy. Don't act crazy. We don't even get down like that. Don't act crazy. I'm just like, that's, for- I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep keep you. I'm trying to keep you sane. Like I I don't want to. I don't want to drive you crazy. They seem to have that effect on people. I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk to me. So speaking of, <laughs> speaking of insanity, 
So, you know, you and I were talking about it earlier. I just want to say, like, if there anybody who's gone through this, like, please, I need some kind of feedback because this is just jolting to me. So somebody who's a follower of mine on Instagram, um, you know, like in the mornings, he'll say good morning. I kind of put out a video or pictures or whatever the case may be. And apparently somebody that's interested in him is like secretly following me and lurking on my page because she screenshot when he said good morning, gorgeous, have a good day. And my response was, thank you, you too. She screenshot and she fully cussed this man and tell him basically, don't contact her. You know, you're still doing it. I don't know what the it is. And go go to Canada and go get her. I'm like, which her? Ain't nobody coming for me. Are you crazy? I'm not able for no crazy woman. It's a good thing she didn't message me directly because that would have been a fight and I would have had to publicly shame her. But it's it's not that serious. I am single. I'm not involved with nobody. I'm not keeping up arms house with nobody's man. You know, like if you feel like him saying good morning to me is an issue, you have bigger problems than that, sis. Like real, real talk. Like CJ, you and I have talked about this. Like anybody who's stalking your messages, stalking your likes, looking at whose page you've liked, what comments you've made, that's just too much. Too, too, too much. Yeah, I mean, people are crazy. So I'm going to share a personal story. And this, this, we're going to get real here. Um, so there was a time in the, in the not so distant past where, um, cliche, uh, official urban mogul life, uh, sister over there. Um, she was like, she like had a, a photo shoot somewhere and I retweeted it and, uh, I was like, go support cliche XYZ. I don't remember exactly what I said. Someone screenshotted that sent it to me. It was like, oh, so you posting, I see you posting her on your page. I'm like, it's a re repost. What are you talking about? Immediately that person had to get blocked because it's, it's just childish. Like how insecure do you have to be? How insecure do you have to be? And keep in mind, this person doesn't even have a Twitter account. So they went specifically looking on my Twitter to be insecure. Yeah. That's a whole other level of, of, I don't even know what to call it. Like I can't deal with that kind of stuff. You know, and it's really weird because I, I said to somebody, OK, so like when when someone goes under a celebrity's page or their post or their picture or whatever, and they put the love eyes comments and they say, good morning, gorgeous, have a good day. Nobody gets in their fucking feelings about it. But because I haven't reached celebrity status yet, it's a problem. Like, it's not that serious. You know what I mean? He and I don't have those kind of conversations. We are definitely not involved that way. You know what I mean? He's saying that they're not together, but clearly she's perceiving some something that's going on between them for her to have reacted that way. But she could have just been crazy and reacted that way. But it's just, it's too much. It's too much, especially if you're just starting to date somebody and they're on that shit. Nah, boss, you need to go have a, a seat in somebody corner because you're not ready. You're not ready. Them not ready. Them not ready, CJ. Them not ready. Yeah, people people are crazy, but uh, enough of the craziness on social media. <laughs> AJ, what, 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 what do we got lined up first for tonight? So I wanted to talk with you a bit about um, navigating dating people who are still legally married, but no longer with the spouse. Um, I recently spoke with someone uh, about a situation where she's hesitant to get involved with this individual because she just found out that he's OK. So they've been seeing each other for about three months. She was under the impression that he and his wife were divorced, and she just found out recently that they're actually still legally married. Part of the issue is they got married in a different country, um, so I think there's some sort of stipulation where they have to go back to the country, or one of the two of them has to go back to get the 
to do the divorce decree or whatever the case may be. Um, but she's saying now that she's having reserved feelings because it's like, you know, what if he turns, what if he changes his mind and decides that he's going to go back and try to work things out? They've got, uh, they've got a child together um, and, and that kind of thing, you know? So I just wanted to, to chat a little bit with you about that, given both of our previous situations or relationships, long-term relationships. I, mean, I, f- I feel like we've kind of touched on this uh, previously with just other questions like at the end of the day it's all about your level of comfortability like if he's still legally married but um you know you seems like you know what's keeping him from getting legally divorced if he's upfront with you about everything it makes you feel comfortable in the relationship that you guys are building and also the di- divorce process he's going through then in that case uh he's he's being open and honest with you if you can deal with that if it, if it's not going to mentally cause you any stress which is a, a key thing because you have to be willing to admit what you can deal with mentally um then then pursue it then then date have fun do your thing um because it can be difficult to navigate a divorce especially in the, in the situation that you just laid out it can be very difficult to get everything legal and finalized um but at the same time like i said if he's if he's making you feel comfortable along that process and being open with you then that should be all that that really matters in my opinion what do you think aj i actually want to ask you a question you play devil's advocate for a minute before I, I give my opinion on it so what if you just met a woman and a week into it she tells you that she and her husband have been separated and in her heart divorced for a year and a half but they're not legally divorced would you continue to date her i mean yeah, I mean, as long as she's honest about what's going on and they're not living together or whatever the situation is, she's give me the chance to decide. Um, so as long as that that's happened, I mean, I'd be open to it because, like I said, I know what it can take to get legally divorced. Um, so I don't I don't feel like that automatically knocks someone out just because they're still in the process of of, of finalizing their divorce. Fair enough. So uh, I will share a personal story. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so there's this man that I met um, when I first got back in the da- in the dating game when the kids were still small. And um, he and I kicked it for a while or whatever. And then I found out that he was still legally married. He lives in a different country. And, you know, that was fine or whatever the case may be. And he, he spent half of his time in Canada and then half of his time in St. Kitts. Um, and years passed and we went through this process and I, I kept saying to him, like, it made me uncomfortable the fact that you were still married. Not only were they still married, they still lived in the same house. He swore up and down that they had separate rooms and they were living separate lives and all this sort of stuff and whatever the case may be. Um, but something about it just didn't sit right with me and just didn't feel comfortable. Anyways, fast forward a couple of years from then, you know, I find out he has another child. He lies and he says that it's with somebody else, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he ends up having a third child. They had two boys together when they were married. He ended up having a third child with his wife who he's still legally married to even though they were no longer together or what happened um he was really persistent and to this day still insists that he and i should date it just if they were living in separate households i might have considered it but when you're in close proximity regardless of what you tell yourself there are lonely nights there are late nights there are emotional ties there are mental ties you've got children together when all of that is under the same roof, it's problematic. The person can be as upfront and as honest as they want to be, but it's still problematic because those two people are in the same proximity. And at the end of the day, they have emotional history, even if they've stopped getting along. If I met somebody and off the rip, they said to me, like, I'm still legally married, but we're not together. We don't live in the same household. I pick up my kids in the evenings, drop them off. I get them on the weekend. She and I have no contact. I would date that person until they give me a reason to think otherwise. That's it. 
All right. Well, I mean, we're pretty much in the, in the greens there. Uh, what we got next, AJ? Uh, we have a listener question. Um, I'm newly out of a three and a half year relationship. What advice would you give someone like me? So I'm assuming she's the person's getting back into the dating game. Um, can I take this one? Sure. Okay. So um, recently I posted something to say essentially that being single is not the same as being available. You have people who come out of relationships and they're not emotionally available because they're still dealing with their own stuff. They're still in the emotional recovery process, you know, um, and they get into relationships with people without having any sort of clear focus on what their intentions are. And it ends up, you can end up screwing up another person when you do that sort of shit. Um, So my first bit of advice would be to make sure that you're in a, a good emotional and mental place with yourself first and foremost and make sure that you're okay um, before you decide to date anyone. Um, my second piece of advice would be, you know, date multiple people, not to say that you have to go out and sleep with everybody, but keep your options open. You just came out of a a long-term situation. You know, you don't want to get, um, buckled down into something like that. And it's really easy for that to happen, especially if you've just come out of a relationship and your emotions are still on high date, multiple people don't commit to anything. Um, you know, and, and don't play games with people. Be upfront with them about, you know, the fact that you just came out of a long-term relationship and that you're not looking for anything serious right now. Um, and just have fun and enjoy yourself. And, and you know, just like I said, always be upfront with what your intentions are. CJ? Yeah, pretty much. I, I agree completely. I think, like, when you get out of a long-term relationship, keep in mind the fun aspect. And by fun, by going out and have fun, I don't mean going out and sleep with everybody. I mean, go out and enjoy, date. Have fun with your date yourself. Like, I think that's a big part, too. Like, don't mm-hmm. just focus on dating other people. Date your goddamn self and have fun that way. And then you'll you'll know so much more about yourself. And then um, then it'll be easier to navigate, potentially get into a relationship and weeding out the ones who just aren't worth your time when you go through that process. So definitely date yourself. Definitely go out and have fun, even if it's like the no expectations dating where it's like this isn't officially a date, but we're just going to go out. We're going to have dinner. We're going to go to a concert, whatever it is. Have fun. Enjoy life. And then let everything else fall where it may. But definitely, definitely, definitely the first person you need to be dating is yourself. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's a beautiful way to put it, too. Date yourself. Um, Fuck you yourself, take too. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's a given. Shit. It's all about <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> well, you know, but I don't masturbate. So I, love. I don't masturbate. Oh. So it's 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 funny that I give that advice. But I mean, I know most people do. So, yeah, definitely fuck yourself. I honestly feel like when you get to the point where you're fucking, you're going to blow someone's head off. <laughs> I, I just have. It's 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 so funny, like because I because I don't masturbate, like when I do have sex, and like someone's like, "Come on my face," I'm like, "Okay, if that's what you want, be prepared." <laughs> it's a lot. We're gonna be trying to drown somebody. Stay there. Don't do that shit. Tell them no. I will come on your stomach and your chest. Cause yeah, that's easily like that's like a bag of milk being poured out. Okay, enough on this. Like that's oh my goodness me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one we have is a listener question. This one is AJ and CJ. I've been with my fiance for four years and we recently had an argument about having children. I don't want kids and certainly don't want any in the world we live in. I told him this before we got engaged, but now I'm realizing he didn't take what I said seriously. I'm now stuck between a rock and a hard place because I love him with all my heart, but I feel like this will break us. You both have children. Perhaps you could shed some insight for me. Thank you, and I and I won't give the the name just for the sake of privacy. But AJ, what do you think about this email? That's 
you know, so I feel it and I feel it for her. Um, my son has decided at whatever point in his life he gets married, he doesn't want to have children. And he said, well, that's okay. You know, my sister is, you know, can have them and she'll carry on the family lineage. And, and I've had several deep and heartfelt conversations with him and, and the young lady that he's dating, she doesn't want them either. You know, not because she feels like it's going to change her body or it's going to do any, you know, disrupt their lives or anything. They've both just agreed that the world is such a shitty place right now. And people are so fucked up in the head and in their hearts. And people are so evil and bad minded that they don't want to bring children into this into the world. Um, So, yeah, from from a totally personal place that it hurts my heart. um, It's really sad how far gone society is and I, I almost feel bad for this generation coming up because they're both of my young people are in their 20s I feel bad for their generation because it's like you know the world has been in such a downward spiral of destruction for the last 30 40 years that I feel like for the generation that comes after that like what is the legacy that we're really leaving them like what what good on you know on the planet are, are we leaving and not to say that we're riddled with bad but there just seems to be a lot of bad you know um Having children was one of the most beautiful, beautiful, not even one of the most, it is the single most beautiful experience that I've ever had in my life. Having both of my kids going through the process of being pregnant, you know, even the shitty days when you're throwing up and you feel like ass and all that sort of stuff. Um, giving birth to both of them were, were the two single most beautiful experiences in my life. It's not easy raising children. You know, um, all the stuff that you see in social media about, you know, all those little cute kids and little good outfits and, you know, the good hair and all that sort of stuff. You may get a child that's a tyrant, you know, like you may get a child that stays up all night and sleeps all day. Like you, you just you just never know, you know, and as a, as a parent, especially the first time, like it's, you know, there's a struggle there. Even when you're in a solid marriage or a relationship, there's there's a battle and there's a struggle because they're little people. They're going to be defiant. They ask a million questions, you know, but on the flip side of that, they they love you without bias, without condition. They just love you because you take care of them, because, you know, you hug them, because you, you buy them, to- whatever it is, just the simple basic reasons um, that people have lost sight of because everything is so big and grand and has to be monumental for us to appreciate it. Um, if you've ever thought about unconditional love, children will give it to you. You know, I, I've worked with children and youth for years. That was my career. Um, where children are in the worst horrific abusive situations and they still love their parents, you know? Um, so if you're ever looking, thinking about just, again, unconditional love, you would definitely get it from a child. Um, it's a growth and learning experience and opportunity because they have so much to teach you. It's like seeing the world with new eyes again, because everything that you've experienced up until however old you are, they're experiencing it for the first time with complete and utter unabated joy, you know? So that in and of itself, um, it's something to look forward to as, as being a parent. Um, I don't know. There's nothing that I could, there's nothing that I would say to you to try to convince you. Those are just some of my personal experiences and, and the beauty for me of being a parent um, and the hope that I have for the future and in, in, in wanting to create families and raise children. Um, yeah, CJ. Yeah. So while you talked a lot about um, the aspect of like what children bring to the equation, I think I think we've we've for me personally, I know I've talked a lot about my kids on, on my various podcasts. I'm not going to I'm not going to focus on that too much. Plus, you hit the nail on the head. I will just say this, and this is the most important thing here, regardless of anything else, if you know truly you do not want kids and you've communicated that to him and it's turning into argument, it's turning into him not necessarily like really 
understanding that you're serious about not wanting kids, then you need to reaffirm just how serious uh, and, and your reasons, because he, he is old your reasons. But then you guys need to have a serious relation, a serious conversation on do you need to pursue the relationship? Because if this is something that he truly feels like he needs that it's something that he cannot he doesn't want to sacrifice not having children and you don't want to sacrifice having children then as much as you guys try to cover it up try to work past it if it's if it's those are there's no middle ground on that either you're going to have kids or you're not and someone's going to be left unhappy if if they're forced to do something they don't want to do so while i would never say throw your relationship away. I would never say that at all. I think a conversation needs to be had. And then the difficult decision needs to be made of regardless of your love for each other. Is, is it something that you guys need to go your separate ways? Because this, that that's just, there's no middle ground on that. And I hate to sound pessimistic or negative, but it's, it's, it's just the reality. I, I, I know people who are in marriages who have, have been in this situation work to where they thought, Oh, well, well, my spouse will eventually change their mind. And they'll have kids. And 10 years later, the spouse is like, no, I, I don't. I just don't want children. Um, and so now you're in a situation where it's 10 years down the road. You're sitting here or he's there sitting there. Someone's upset by something that was communicated early on. And it should, you need to take when people communicate their desires and their wants, you need to take them seriously. You don't need to think you can change their mind. You don't need to think that eventually they'll come over your line of thinking you need. And AJ has said this many times. You have conversations with someone and then you try to meet them where they are. And if you can't, I'm sorry, like all the personal attachment in the world, it, it can't it, it won't fill that gap, that desire he has for children. And it won't make you want children. So I I. I it it sucks for me to be the one to say it, but I feel like that's that's really the only answer I have for it. AJ, what do you think about that? I I, I think between our two answers, I think we balanced it out nicely. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I don't know. I, I feel that one actually it hurts my heart. I feel bad for both of them, you know, because it's like you love someone desperately and all you want to do is procreate with them and they don't want that. How do you, yeah, I mean, if it, God forbid, if it comes down to them having to disconnect because of that reason, and it's a very big reason, um, that's going to be real shitty. That's going to emotionally scar both of them. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, it, it it will. And hey, I mean, at the end of the day, like you, you have, you, your happiness is worth more than anything. And I, and I, and I can't stress that enough when we talk about relationships like you can't be happy you can't make someone else happy by ignoring your own happiness you have to meet that person like you it has to be a middle ground met on most things and then where middle ground can't be met you have to have the conversation like if if he can make the sacrifice of okay then me being with her means i'll never have children and truly be happy in that then more power to you or vice versa if you can say okay I can give you one. We can we can try for one child. But after that, I really like no more like whatever has to happen. But a serious conversation needs to be happening. And you guys both need to realize like this is forever like this. This this conversation is the basis of your relationship and be completely open with what makes you happy. And I think a lot of people are afraid like they're they're afraid because they don't want to lose someone. And no personal attachment is worth going through however many years and being really resentful or unhappy like you don't want that to creep into your relationship years down the road so you just have to be honest about it now yes sir 
desire. Choose pleasure. Choose happiness. Choose energy. Choose arousal. Choose you. With this all-natural herbal supplement blended together to enhance your sex life and overall well-being, it's time you choose She Orgasms. Try them today at www.melaninmilk.com slash sheorgasms. Happy coming! All right, Miss AJ, we have an article next. You want to read this article? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so it goes, uh, I need your advice. I was married for more than 20 years. My husband died 10 years ago. And since then, I have not looked at a man that way. Men have tried to develop a relationship with me, but my children will not allow it. There is a man who comes to my house that I like, but my children are dismissive towards him. I love my children dearly, but I miss adult companionship. It has taken me a long time to give him a chance in my life, but we have not had sex yet. And he is not fully in as yet because my children are against him. What should I do? I mean, my answer is pretty simple on this. I I don't have much to give on this. It's simple. You're, you're the parent. As much as we as parents want to make our children happy and we want to make sure that they're comfortable, you can't put your own happiness well, I mean, I say that because parenting is a, is a sacrifice, but you've given it time. You've given it 10 years. And at the end of the day, if you're ready to date, then your children will eventually have to learn to be OK with that. Um, you can't keep putting your happiness on hold forever. Um, you you can communicate with them all. You can do everything you can to make them comfortable. But at the end of the day, if they choose not to accept him, while that may be an obstacle in your relationship, it can be overcome. But at some point, you you have to do you like you you have to be happy like that. Maybe that should be the title of this of this episode. Like there's there's no price you can put on happiness. Happiness is at the utmost importance. And you can't you can't give anything into the world if you aren't doing what makes you happy. So you you have to make a difficult decision. And that may be to go against your children's wishes at at for a little bit. And maybe they'll come around. Maybe they won't. But, hey, it, it, it is what it is, as I like to say. So I'm thinking when I'm looking at the timeline and doing the math in my head, her children have to be at least somewhere between, say, 14 and 20. Because she said she was married for more than 20 years. Mm-hmm. And this article, um, it was in a, uh, it was something I read online in a, like a, Car- a Caribbean uh, website. So I know with Caribbean couples, especially like older couples, when they get married within like a year to two, they've started their family. So I'm figuring her kids are at least teenagers or young adults. They're never going to feel the same about no man that she gets involved with because it's not their father. And you know what? That's fine, but you can't wait on that. Like, so what are you supposed to be by yourself for the rest of your life because they don't approve of somebody? My whole thing is this. If the man is kind to you, he's good to you. He's not taking advantage of you. He's respectful to you. Even if his kids are, even if your kids are shitty to him and he's still respectful to them, like he greets them, you know, and and all that sort of stuff. And he, he tries to play an active interest. At the end of the day, like you said, CJ, you have to do what makes your heart happy. And fam, 10 years of having no sex. Are you dumb? Sorry. Who does that? Who does that? Because they're sorry about that. Because their children don't approve. Nobody's here for that. Your kids will get over it. If you know what I mean, they love you. They're your mom. 
no one is ever going to replace their father and they're probably stuck in that place of how it used to be. But you can't you can't sit down and wait on that. You know what I mean? You need to make yourself happy as well. You've taken the best care of them. You've given them everything you've 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 dedicated 10 years of your life solely to looking after them to not upset the balance of their life. It's now time for you to move on and, and start to look a little happiness and look for some adult companionship. Your children can't be your everything because guess what? They're going to grow up and move out and find lives of their own. And then what are you supposed to do? Sit inside your house and twiddle your thumbs? Get your life together. You would go and date that man and have lots of sex with that man. Lord, enjoy it. Girl, after 10, ten that's a lot of cobweb dusting. CJ, that's like you with the buildup. She's going to kill somebody. Could you imagine the Kung Fu grip on her vagina for like for 10 years of masturbation? Holy shit. Yeah. God, Kung Fu grip is the perfect way to describe it. Like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should call it Kung Fu Grip and Happiness. <laughs> That's funny. All right. I have nothing left on that one. You got anything else? Mm-mm, I'm good on that one. All right. You want to so take this? Article? Yeah, I'll take this next one. This is a long one, so bear with me for a second. So this one reads, my boyfriend has never told me that he loves me. I've told him many times that I love him, and he's responded by saying, it is good to know. Damn. Savage. Um, whenever I ask him if he loves me, he says I should see that for myself. He's very thoughtful. Whenever I'm not well, he's always by my side. He cooks. And once I was suffering from the flu, I could not go to work. I was on leave. He washed every piece of my clothes. I did not know what he would do. So friends told me that that was his way of saying he loves me. I talked to him about how I feel about him, but he doesn't say anything. One day he slapped me on my mouth while we were having sex. And when I asked him why, he said I was talking too much. I can't help it. I have forgotten the other couple was in the room next to us. I'm confident that he doesn't have any other women in his life. And I know all his friends. So we went from love to smacking on the mouth during sex. Wow. <laughs> I, would, I would like to get married. Whenever I talk about marriage, he tells me that he is not ready. He is 25 years old and I am 24. I know that he loves me because he takes care of me, but I would love to hear him express it to me. Words of affirmation, quality time, receive. That's the whole um, love language thing. So what, what do you what do you make of this, AJ? Because I, I, I have some serious thoughts about this one. I feel like she's in a in and one of the things is the the lang- the love languages at the bottom. Some people just don't verbally express themselves in terms of how they they love you, but they will do it in in everything that they in every way that they possibly can and and show you physically that they love you. You know, some people have suffered traumas. There are a lot of different things that have gone on in their lives where they're just not able to articulate their emotions that way. Um, and again, you, you need, you know, if you love him, you need to try to meet him where he's at. If he continually shows you through his physical actions that he loves you, you need to just slow down and take a pause. You know, again, I find that people are, are in, it doesn't state how long they've been dating. No, it doesn't say how long they've been dating, but I feel like people are always in this, in this rush. You know, um, I remember I was seeing somebody, uh, last year we had been seeing each other for about three months. And then one day he told me that he loved me and I was like, okay. That's great. <laughs> you know, he he kind of paused, like, aren't you going to say it back? I'm like, no. Oh, so what? You don't love me? Why are we having this conversation three months into getting to know one another? I care about you. You know what I mean? I care about your well-being and and all that kind of stuff. But for me to t- no, that's just not happening. And he was legit in his like he was upset about it, you know, like trying to force my hand or force me to say it. And, you know, again, you have to try to you have to take people at where they are. You know, if if 
verbal articulation is not his thing, but he shows you in the physical ways how much he loves you and cares about you and about your health and well-being and you as a person on a whole. You need to hug that. You need to hug that. Hey, you have you have to listen to people when they tell you who they are. I think so many people get caught up in what they see in people and they they try to make that mean what they want it to mean and they lose track of what they're telling you. Um, I'm not saying he loves you or he doesn't. That's not from my place to say. I don't know the young man. But as far as the marriage aspect of it, he's 25 years old. I don't think it's that uncommon to not be ready for marriage at 25. Um, and I understand that you're in love and everything, but at the end of the day, you should appreciate the fact that he's open enough and trying to come to the realization that he's not ready. Because what if he says, okay, well, you want to get married, we can get married. And then it turns into a bigger problem down the road. Um, so listen to him, listen to what he wants. Um, as far as wanting to hear him say, I love you. I think that you definitely need to have that conversation because it's good to hear, even though if he does show it in his way, maybe it'd be good to hear it outside of the um, just that's good to know that he gives you when you tell him it. But I mean, I, I, me and AJ stress all the time on this podcast, communication, 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 and that that the, you, you got to keep those doors open and then you have to listen to what the person is it's telling you once they do communicate their feelings, their thoughts, their wants, whatever it is to you, you have to listen for what they're telling you and not for what you want it to be. True. Very true. So in a, in a previous episode that we had recorded, we had talked about the love languages or people's love languages. And I know that you and I had gone through a process of rating them from one to five in order of importance to us. Um, so I'm just going to list them off um, for people who are not familiar with what the love languages are. And, um, you know, if this if somebody's ever happening to listen to this and they're having issue with somebody in their life who is unable to verbally communicate um, their words of love. So the first one is words of affirmation. And those are people for them. It's important to actually hear the words. I love you. Um, the second one would be quality time. You have people for them. What's more important is being able to spend time with the person that they love. The third one is receiving gifts. For some people, they deem love to be in the tokens of affection that someone offers them. So, you know, if a person loves me, they'll buy me that Gucci purse that I want. If a person loves me, they'll take me on an elaborate vacation so we can spend time together. So receiving gifts. The fourth one is acts of service. So much like this young lady said, she was homesick. Um, he came to take care of her. He cooked for her. He cleaned. He he did all her laundry. Those are acts of service. So for him, that would be his one of his love languages in terms of physically showing the way that he loves. And then the last one would be physical touch. Uh, I know, CJ, for you and I, this one ranked pretty high. I think it was either first or second. Um, just the, those intimacies, you know, the, the caressing of the hands, the squeezing of the booty, the kisses on the neck, the kisses on the nose, the holding hands in public. Um, physical intimacy, sexual intimacy, oral intimacy, um, just physical touch on a whole um, for some people, for them, you know, if, if you kiss them constantly or you hold their hand or you're caressing them, for them, that means that that is the way that is most important for them to have um, love shown to them. So those are the five love languages. <laughs> you there? Yeah. Twerking should be okay. on this list. Really? CJ? That would be uh, acts of service. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck all that. Um, and then you better have some money for me because I want to receive a gift for my acts of service. Thank <laughs> you, Kat. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, <laughs> are you ready to get into the last question we got for today? Yes, sir. All right. I think you should read this one. 
Why me? Um, listener question. I am a big girl. Well, fat, actually. My problem is, as much as I'm comfortable in my body, I have a difficulty being naked in front of my man. He's tall and muscled, total opposite of me, and he always grabs my belly and tell, tell, tells me he loves me and never makes me feel any type of way. But whenever he asks to leave the light, leave the lights on or for me to get fully naked, I always say no. I just don't know how you how to jump that hurdle. I feel like seeing my fat all splayed out would turn him off. You're both super sexual and experienced, so I'd appreciate your feedback. And CJ, what are your thoughts on dating a fat girl? Thanks, you guys, and keep up the great work. What you think, AJ? <laughs> Girl, he knows you're fat. <laughs> that man knew you were fat when he fell in love with you. He knows you're fat every time he kisses you. He knows you're fat every time you guys share a joke. He knows you're fat every time he holds your hand and walks out in public with you. You're the only person that has an issue with it, you know? As you said, you you have no um, discomfort with your body or you're comfortable with in your body. You need to really, truly just jump in with both feet and and just let it all hang loose, you know, literally and figuratively. Um, he loves you. That's the only thing that you should be focused on. He has no issues being intimate with you. You know, as you said, if, if in daylight he grabs your belly and tells you how much he loves you, girl, he knows you're fat. Stop the foolishness and go get your man. Could you? And, and this is my whole thing. You know, you're holding back because you're concerned about how it's going to look. Or first of all, there are very few sexy fuck faces. Everybody looks sweaty and crazy when they're fucking. That's why you've got fuck hair. And that's why you see all those memes with people looking a hot mess. Because that's what sex is, a hot, sweaty mess or whatever the case may be. So stop worrying about that. You know what I mean? If that's in your mind and you're 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 cutting off or shutting off a part of yourself that you need to be giving with him, giving to him, free up yourself. Set the fat free. Leave the lights on. Back off all your clothes and get to your man. Hello. Did you just say set, set the fat free? Is that what I heard? Set the fat free. Let him love up on all your rolls and your lumps and your bumps. Let him grab up on everything. Come out of the t-shirt. Come out of the marina or the wife beater, as you guys call it. Come out of the ganzi. Come out of the, of the clothing. Free the fat and free up yourself. Give your, give your man all your loving. Because as I said, if you're, if you're worrying so much about him seeing your fat, part of your brain is distracted while you guys are being intimate, and that's unfair to him. He loves you as you are. Embrace it, baby. Embrace it. Yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say about it. He knows your fat. He knows your body. Um, At the end of the day, you have nothing to worry about with him. So, I mean, you say that you're confident in it, but I, I would argue that because if you were, then that this wouldn't even be a thing. He's definitely into it. So d- do it. Like, just put it all in his face. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, period, point blank. There's nothing left to be said on that. He does not care. He knows your body. Um, He seem, seemingly loves it. So guess what? Let him enjoy it. Let him enjoy it. Don't worry about everything else. You'll probably be surprised by how the matter of fact, if you do it once, you probably won't ever worry about it again because he's going to enjoy it so much that all those worries and thoughts that you have are just going to go right, right away and never come back. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so as far as how I feel about fat girl, like I just said on the last last episode, it, I will lick your role in public. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, I can't with you. I'm, OK, I'm just. <laughs> CJ, seriously, what is wrong with you? What What do you mean? Really? Are we going to feign innocence right now? I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing at all wrong with me. I would have liked to have been in your life when you were dating, like when you were. Oh, no, like, you wouldn't have. 
No, I would have. But like, as a, you know what I mean? Just to see the kind of creep that you were, <laughs> you were a younger man. Uh, I kept, I kept Trojan in business single-handedly. Okay. Um, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> what? You, I mean, I'm uh, like in my younger, younger days. Oh my God. Hayes. Whew. Whew. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. AJ. I still remember you talking about punching the girl in her head. <laughs> 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 you punched the girl in her head. <laughs> I forgot I told you that. love to have been your friend when you were like a much younger because god Noah, that would have been some serious fun like just oh following that's i'm you crying be, you know how many crying. you know how many calls you would have got like hey aj i need you to drive by but what <laughs> i need you to do is i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the window open i need you to just throw like four condoms and some lube in the in the window and just keep it keep going that's what oh, i need you that, i would we would have you would have been stepped god i can't oh god <laughs> That's a seri- you know what seriously that's happened before like my, my friend rob i was like hey man like this girl's over here and like i forgot to get condoms what i'm going to do is i'm gonna leave the bathroom door open i need you to come over and just throw them in the window are you joking i'm dead ass serious i'm like i need you to just just throw them in the window of the bathroom i'm gonna leave it open it was crazy is he's like okay i'll be there in about 10 minutes no questions no jokes no nothing it was just I got you. Those are your writers. Those are the friends that you need. Those are those are the people that have your back unequivocally. They don't even ask no question. They go and get it and they do what they're supposed to do and that's it. Those those are true friends. Trust me. Oh man, are the are the are the days where somebody just wouldn't leave and I'd have to be like, Brian, I need you because Brian had it. That's my best friend. Like he had a key to my place. I'm like, Brian, I need you to like just come over. Like just come. Code eleven. I can't remember. We, we seriously had codes because we, I, like, people would. I don't want anybody reading over my shoulder when I'm sending texts. So I just be like, just text an eleven, and he'll be like, okay, I know what that means. He'll like come over and and faint drunk and like just come in my room and act like he passed out on the bed while we're like me and the chick are like both naked. <laughs> so then I'll be like, man, I'm sorry. Like my boy is passed out. Like <laughs> like I'll call you in the morning. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Oh shit, that is too freaking funny. Oh man. Yeah. Whew, that's the life. All right, AJ, what else we got before we leave for the night? Um, so there are two memes that I wanted to discuss with you. Um, one is what is the evolutionary function of the female orgasm? To squirt in my face. Oh boy. Okay, so the evolutionary function of the female orgasm is, as CJ so crudely put it, it's to to squirt in his face. Outside of that. At some point in life, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> now try to keep a straight face about it. I hate you. So, at some point in life, um, I think the female orgasm was definitely more associated with. Um, I was going to say breeding, but that sounds so crass. With getting pregnant and having children and 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 lineage and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think at this point in our lives now, because we have so many options in terms of getting pregnant or being impregnated and and all that sort of stuff. The female orgasm really and truly has just come down to an aspect of pleasure, period. 
which I think is one of the reasons why there's a percentage of women who never really achieve orgasm. It's it's not it's not a functional purpose other than just pleasure at this point in in time in this point in our advancements. Um, this post this was posted by somebody who I am good friends with and follow. And there was there's this girl I guess because she likes him she was trying to be savvy and intellectual with her um her comment. And at the end of it she's like yeah and that's why I'm gonna throw this pussy on you because you're gonna be able to make me come. I'm like wow really but in some really basic way she's right like really and truly female orgasms as it stands right now is really and truly just about pleasure um it's about lubrication or being able to self-lubricate and nothing more and nothing less there's no other real purpose or actual function for it can you give a serious answer now please instead of the squirting on your No, I agree with you. I basically agree with everything you said. I mean, that that's really what it has to be. I guess if we're talking about from a, a scientific evolutionary standpoint, like I can't think of anything else. So I, I, I just really have to agree with your answer. And that's not that's not for uh like lack of coming up with anything else. Like literally, I think you just hit the nail on the head. I don't have anything else to say. So I'm pretty sure that I've asked you this before, but for the sake of our, our new listeners, have you ever... um been involved with or um, had intimacies with somebody who was unable to achieve orgasm, like no matter what you tried? No, no. Um. Well, I mean, back in high school when I didn't give a fuck if she came or not, but like as far as like in, in my adult um, dealings, no, because like I, I listen to what her body, what she tells me her she needs or how her body reacts so we can figure it out together. So no, I've, 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 I guess I'm one, I'm lucky. I've never run into a woman who has a problem achieving orgasm. Usually she knows. So if I can't figure it out on my own, we, we work it out together. Yeah. I, I, for me personally, I don't have any, um, orgasm issues. I, I have been with individuals where I just wasn't aroused by them and trying to get to that point, or they were just doing like, the, they were just doing too much. And so every time I was about to come, they would just do something stupid or talk to me or just say some dumb shit or whatever and just completely killed it, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like, and I don't know if this is going to be possible um, just with anonymity and all that sort of stuff. Like it would be nice, it would be cool to have a conversation with a few women who um, have not been able to achieve orgasm in their, in their sexual history for whatever the reasons are, but they're able to achieve orgasm by themselves. Like they're not able to do, you know, um, I know there are quite a few women who were like that if they've got a vibrator, they're coming all over everything. But then when it comes to actual physical intimacy with a man, they're not able to achieve orgasm for whatever the reason. One of my beliefs about that, of course, like I always state on a regular basis is the vibrating factor because we train our, we train our pussies to feel certain feelings or respond in a particular type of way because you know for women who masturbate you know your spots you know how to achieve the quick or the the quickest and and most intense orgasm you know how to whatever it is you know but part of our bodies are trained to a pulsating feeling or a vibrating feeling and and i feel like we trick our vaginas into thinking that that's the way the dick is supposed to feel and so part of our minds are conditioned to that and, and it's difficult for people to get there unless they've been able to achieve both with a vibrator and on their own, um, just through regular stimulation. I know you had said that, um, you know, you can, <laughs> what did you say to me before about vibrating your dick? Like a Harlem shake in the pussy? <laughs> yes, that. Oh, boy. In this exact moment, I'm wondering why I still continue to talk to you. Because you love me. I do, and you just say the craziest, craziest, craziest things to me. Okay, so 
<laughs> excuse me, the last thing that we have for um, our discussion uh, today was something that was sent to me by Mr. I-95 from the Speak Easy podcast. Uh, and it's a meme that basically says, if your man has to ask you for sex and a home-cooked meal, you might as well hem- help him pick out his side bitch. CJ, <laughs> what are deep. your thoughts? That is deep. Yeah. Um, I mean, my th- and for, uh, this whole thing now in 2018, and this is this is where I, I I may get some men who get pissed off at me. In 2018, men, if you still have to wait for your woman to cook, and, you, and matter of fact, if you don't cook for your woman every once in a while, you're a failure. Period. Point blank. That that's how I feel. Um, so anyone who's like, I gotta ask you to make a home cook, shut the fuck up. You should be able to make it yourself. How about you cook for your woman once? Um, and as far as like sex, again, I feel like men who ask for sex are afraid of the pussy in some shape, form or fashion. I don't I've I've never asked like in a, in a relationship, in a committed relationship. I don't ask like I'll say, hey, go up to the room real quick or I'll wait till it's late and I'm just going to start eating your pussy. Like, what, what do we need to ask for? Like, this isn't a transaction. I'm not you're not a prostitute. I'm not asking. Like, I'm going to get something started if I want to get it started. Okay, so again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Um, you remember when we did the episode with the the man who had, like, the multiple affairs and had the multiple women and was entertaining four women from four different states? Mm-hmm. So part of his issue was that his wife did not enjoy having sex. And there always had to be a negotiation about sex, and there was never any oral. It was just very basic a couple of positions and and that was it in a situation like that what is, what would your response be of somebody who legit has to ask for sex i mean in that case then like that's a, but that i feel like that problem is outside of asking for sex like that that's a baseline that your physical needs aren't being met you aren't satisfied by the sex that you're having much less if you have to ask for it or not so i think that that's a different problem altogether at least in the way that i'm looking for it I mean, looking at it, because in, in that case, the even even if he didn't have to ask, let's just say he didn't, he wasn't satisfied by the sex his woman was giving him. So in that case, I think that that's a deeper issue than having to ask for sex or not. Right. It's really weird. So I almost feel like in, in targeting this generation, I almost feel like it's easier for a woman to give her man sex than to cook because she doesn't know how to cook. And <laughs> maybe I'm being <laughs> rude. Or whatever, but I feel like this generation is more into the um, the delivery service of meals. You know, they may know how to make one or two. Like for all the memes that I've seen, for all the pictures that I've seen of people who who say that they can cook, and then when you look at their food, and you're thinking to yourself, like, who's who's eating that? Like, you made oh my plate listen, of dog and cheese slices. Listen, stop. Hold on. For everyone who says they can cook and take pictures and post, listen. If you have shells and cheese on your plate. And you posted talking about how good the meal is. Throw the whole social media away because you're a fucking idiot. But there's there's nothing you need to be braggadocious about if you have fucking mac and cheese that came out of a box on your plate and hot dogs. Listen, anyone who takes a picture of a hot dog in any shape, form or fashion, no matter how it's prepared and posted like a bay throw down. I know for a fact your man spends a lot of time in prison. Because there's no way in hell. There's no way. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like when I come in contact with, you know, uh, let's say 25 to, between 25 and 35 year old women, 
I'm astounded at the amount of them that don't know how to cook a basic meal, you know? Um, they'll say, oh, no, I'm really good at making breakfast foods, but I can't cook anything else. I'm like, first of all, we live in the age of technology. There are recipes for everything under creation online. If you don't want to go buy a cookbook, you, you know what I mean? You've got services that will deliver all the ingredients that you need in one box with an instructional guide of how to cook said items so that you can prepare a meal. Like there's there's so many tools and resources out there that it's just shameful for anybody man or woman in this day and age to say that they don't know how to cook. To me, that's just utter laziness. And and you're right. It shouldn't always be the woman who's cooking the meals or whatever the case may be. Like the man has to be able to fling in there every now and again and and, and make a meal. You know, it's one of the reasons why I taught my son to cook, because I'm like, no woman is ever going to style you and say, oh, I'm not cooking today or, oh, I'm not cooking. or he, Because then you need to say to her, that's OK, babe, I got us. What would you like to have for dinner tonight? You know what I mean? My son can cook everything for like he cooked jerk chicken, oxtail, curry goat, rice and peas. He can make Italian. Like he is very well versed because, again, like I said, never want no woman to come try style him and say that she's not going to cook dinner for him or be mad and feel like she's going to take something away from him and try to starve him. It's just not even not going to happen. But yeah. Nobody, I don't know. It's like you said, you know, there are ways of um, communicating to your partner that you want to be intimate with them without having to ask for sex, you know, unless it's something that you're saying that's instructional, but, but then it's not even a question. It's more of a command. But that's my two cents on that, sir. Woo! You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at love, lust, and BAS. If you'd like to email us any questions, concerns, scenarios, feedback, or otherwise, you can email us at love, lust, and BAS, all one word, at yahoo.com. You can find our episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify. Um, we are also on the Real Midwest Radio. We are on Wild Dog Radio on Wednesday nights. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something. We are proudly part of the UML uh, family, which is Urban Mogul Life Media. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And I'm also on Twitter at that Jones kid, AJ one. <laughs> You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E on any social media platform. This has been Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. We will see you beautiful, wonderful, and sexy people next week. Peace.
She's just tell me how you want your kids, Sweep you off your feet and make you wanna tell somebody, body how I. 